0: And welcome to the Footy Sphere's first ever podcast episode. Andrew, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well
1: in you, Tony. Excited for the new game week that's upon us.
0: Yeah, man. Super excited. Uh, we did do one of these last week, but the guys won't know because we decided to shelf it because we had a little bit of audio problems.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, if you look at uh, what's coming up this week, uh we get the big fixtures that are coming up this week and it's that Arsenal City fixture that really jumps out at you, doesn't it?
0: Dude, definitely. And I'm not too sure if you read the article I put out yesterday about it, but it should be an exciting one because both teams actually haven't won too many in their last five. I think that was City won two and Arsenal have only won one.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit of a weird one at the moment. If you had to tell me four or five weeks ago that City would only won two since then I wouldn't have believed you. Uh, City right now, I think, is the worst form they've been in. And I think it's a big thing down to the injuries. Uh, if you look oh, at it, it, the main centre-backs out in the Laporte, the Aguero <laughs> is not there. Kevin De Bruyne hasn't had an assist in his last seven game weeks, if you look at it. And it just doesn't seem like there's anything going for them forward or in the back line at the moment.
0: No, definitely not, eh? They definitely have been struggling forward. I think for forwardly they're doing fine. I think teams are just figuring out how to not open up so much against them. But defensively is definitely where they're being hit the hardest. eh?
1: Yeah. Um, defensively, uh, you send center back in the beginning of the year. As soon as the transfer window opens, they have to really get you center it back so Fernandinho can go back into the CDM role and play from there.
0: Yeah. I mean, because as. Great as Fernandinho actually has been in the centre-back. He hasn't looked out of place. Like, I think the fact that he's not in the CDM role is definitely where it's, it's lacking because that's a position he cemented his own and he's definitely one of the best in that position.
1: Yeah, uh, 100%. And that's going to be the big game of uh, Sunday, if you look at it. It's like, that is the fixture that's going to define this weekend. But if you look at the other fixtures that are coming up this weekend... I look at Liverpool at home to Watford, which is a good game for them, and at home to Everton and Leicester at home to the Canaries. And do you do you even look at the way teams gain any points from those games?
0: And those games, no. I mean, you even have Chelsea playing Bournemouth, who were in horrible form going into the Liverpool game last week, and then Liverpool took them apart. And I just see Chelsea doing the same. So at the moment, it looks like it's going to be a home team festival this weekend.
1: Yeah, and uh, and the other few games that could, and the other big team that we're looking at there would be Spurs-Wolves. And honestly, Wolves at home at the Molyneux, I honestly think they could get something there. Spurs have been okay, but defensively weak at the moment, Wolves could do something there. I honestly do think so.
0: Well, look, that's a tough one now because I know Wolves have been in very good form. But yeah. they're also going to be coming off now the Europa League that they played last night where I think they'd won yeah. like 4-5-0. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong on the score there. And I think yeah. Mourinho is just going to know how to go up against that. So I, think Spurs will, I think Spurs will come out on top on that one, but it won't be easy, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, because you're going to the Molyneux and uh, it, 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 it it has been a place for the big teams to go and get points. You look at last season, I think... Almost every single one of the big six drop points there.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, no wolves definitely know how to. I mean, they're one of the few teams now that have that beat Man City as well this season. So yeah, they they can be giant killers when they want to be. They definitely have it in them.
1: And and going to this uh, Christmas period now, where you look at maybe two three games a week in a, in, in, in a seven-day period. Um, do, you, do, you, do you think that rotation is a big thing with these clubs now? You look at Liverpool, they're going to have their Club World Cup coming up now.
0: Yeah, definitely. And Liverpool so far, it's been nice to see because they have shown that their rotations are working. Because in the games that we've seen recently, the goals that have been scored have been mainly by the rotation players, not even the mainstay players that have been in the team the whole time.
1: Yeah, and I think it's good looking at your fixtures because you guys will, the big game you guys got coming up would be after that when you guys go to Leicester on the 26th on the Boxing Day game. And you you host Watford this week where you could rest a lot of players as they've won one game this season, just one, and that's it. And it was against Norwich in the beginning of November, and that's it. So I honestly think that that's three points there. But all the other teams do have easier fixtures going into this. Do you think if, you got, if uh, Liverpool have maybe a 10 or 12-point lead come January, that could be
0: it? Um, look, you can never say what's going to happen, especially with the Liverpool side. I mean, Liverpool fans know like we've been in a position very similar to this before and it all unraveled. And I think the way yep. we're handling it now and I think the way Klopp has the players handling it now is the right way. Let's just take the games as they come and we've got to do the best that we can. I don't think we need to get caught up in how far we are ahead or anything like that.
1: Yeah, and if you're looking at teams that are looking at the December break now, do you think uh, the smaller team now, you look at the top 10 and where they are, you're looking at Sheffield Mm. and Palace who are in there, do you think they're going to drop off now seeing that they may not have the squads and the rotation in there. And especially Wolves now, they've just done exceptionally well. They've qualified now for the knockout stages of Europa. Yeah. So what has that done, so what has that, uh, done to their squad now?
0: I don't know, because they've like they've gone hard into the Europa League and it's, I think in the beginning of the season, it started showing a little bit when they started it, but they're sitting yeah. sixth in the league at the moment. So they're not too far off. They're still... Pretty sitting pretty high like they did last season. They're maintaining it. It seems like they know what they're doing there. I think Wolves will still maintain their position now. I don't think they're going to go up further. I definitely don't think they're going to challenge the top 6 or probably drop out of the top six. But I reckon they will stay. Sheffield United, they seem to be a very well-organized team. So perhaps they could still stay. But I do suspect to see Crystal Palace falling a little bit away. I don't know. They just seem to be a team that's very inconsistent. There'll some be, they'll go a, sh- a streak of games where they'll get some wins, but then I think they'll also have a streak of games where they'll lose. So I don't see them fighting in that top position.
1: Yeah, and uh, and uh, we've talked a lot about the top of the table. Now let's go to the big one uh, is the relegation places. Mm. Uh, you, you came the first four weeks of the Premier League, and Timo Pukki won. Uh, player of the Month, and you thought, my word, Norwich have just beaten everyone, including Man uh, City. And you think yourself, they're going to actually be safe. And right now, they are four points in the relegation zone. We need four points to get out. And I just don't see them getting out. They're still scoring goals for fun, but they just can't seem to, uh, uh, teams out at the moment.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they've got Leicester on on Saturday, so, or tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I think they're going to need to try to pull something out of their hats in that game if they want a proper platform to jump from. Um, If they can get a result against Leicester City, it possibly could reignite their season and get them going. But if it's another loss tomorrow, I think it's just going to push them too far back. I mean, like you said, four points away. They don't want to go seven points away and start fighting that battle during a busy, busy season.
1: Yeah, and, and you're looking all the way to 12th on the log, which is Brighton at the moment. It's four points to the relegation zone. So you're looking at Villa, West Ham, Bournemouth, Everton, Burnley, and Brighton, all in that relegation scrap at the moment. Yeah. And they say that 40 points is safe, but the amount of teams in this, you're looking at maybe 37, 38 points to be safe. And we're looking at the two game weeks for halfway. And if you look at the that set sort of points, you're only looking at Burnley and Brighton to be safe. Everton are in the scrap, Bournemouth and West Ham between Villa are in the scrap at the moment. So if you look at that, who do you think is plus minus in real danger at the
0: moment? In real danger, I would say the way they're looking, Bournemouth aren't looking too strong. They started off the season well, but now they, they need to pick something up. Otherwise, they are going to be in a big uh, heap of trouble. Uh, West Ham, I think, will get themselves out of it. They've got a, a very good coach, quality side. I think they just need to start settling down and gelling together. Mm-hmm. Villa could still sit down there. Southampton, although they're playing well, I think they're like, one Danny Ings injury away from struggling again. But at yeah. my moment, I think Everton and West Ham should definitely pull themselves out of that. I mean, we saw Everton beat Chelsea last week, so they're showing yeah. signs of improvement. So, yeah, I think Bournemouth, Villa, Southampton are still in a lot of trouble.
1: Yeah, I really look at it and that's one of the big games this weekend: Saints versus uh, West Ham. And a win for either side there, a win for West Ham could put them up to twelve. The win for Saints could put them up to thirteenth place there. So that could be a the defining fixture for the league at uh, no, this weekend. Definitely, yeah.
0: definitely. Oh, and before we move on, I just wanted to: Did you hear the news? Oh. You've uh, sure. signed a new deal until 2024 for Liverpool.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, was, I was actually reading that now and they're saying that um, what uh, Steven Gerrard signed a new deal at Rangers until 2024. So they're saying like, Hin, hint, hint, win, wing. wing.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like of- trying to <laughs> catch something there for the future. All right, cool. Yeah. So that's enough of the football chat now. Um, yeah. I want to hear your insights into the fantasy for our fantasy managers out there. What's? Give me your predictions. Let's hear what you've got to say.
1: Oh, uh, The biggest thing for me is ditching your Man City players at the moment because as I was going through the stats and I, I just could not believe the biggest player transferred out this week was Kevin Bruyne. Oh, and, really? And, and if you look at it, he's only scored two goals in his last seven weeks with no assists. Yeah. And he's standing $10 at his price point. And honestly, I just couldn't believe it. And then looking at all the stats and everything, most people are taking KDV out and I can see why. It, it they may be good but it's inconsistent now. And with December coming in and the way Pep likes to rotate his squad, you're never ever certain that KDB or Sterling or Jesus is gonna play. Even with Aguero out, they could easily just play Riyad up up front and and that
0: could be it. And so who would you put in if with the guys who are taking De Bruyne out, what's your suggestion on a replacement?
1: Uh the biggest thing is looking at where the other teams are. So for me, I took uh, Kevin De Bruyne out and I put in Wilfried Zaha. But with the money I'd left over, I put in Harry Kane as well. Okay. So the big players, The big players looking at this week <clears> is your Spurs players under Pochettino, who will not get rotated that much due to squad depth. We don't Spurs not have a big squad depth moment. So like, so Harry Kane, Son, Delhi Ali, one of the three will play. And also yeah. look at Matt at the moment. Look at Marshall and Rashford. And those are the big ones you have to be looking at the, at the moment. And you really want to go for an outside pick. It's Zaha and Pulisic. And that's where you have to be looking at at, at, at the moment. And making sure your bench is okay. Because the rotation is big. You saw this week with Mane and Trent. Yes. Trent, may have played, Trent played 50 minutes, but only got one point in a clean sheet where you thought you would get more, but Lovren got injured. They had to do something. Trent came on. And with Club World Cup coming up, let's say an easier game versus Watford. Top was bottom fixture. I could see Mane, Salah, Firmino being rested. Even two of the three being rested and the backline being rested as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So who do you think... They're going to start with, they'll definitely start with two of them. They're not, I don't think they'll drop all three. I don't think Mane, yeah. Firmino Salah, the front three will drop. He'll definitely start two. Who yeah. do you think is going to be the player that will be rested this week? I think it would be Firmino. You think Firmino? So they're going to keep Salah and Mane on the wings or maybe even put Salah in through the middle. So that could oh. be a good option for captaincy because if you've got Salah playing as the, the front man, you might get some good goals there.
1: And then that's the thing. And that's why even in the article, the biggest thing for me that I went with there is Mane as a captain situation is so good, but it's also a risk because you're not sure who's going to start. The one player that I really like for captain's week is Jamie Vardy. Even though he's owned by 50% of all people, Jamie Vardy scored in his last eight games. You can't look past the man at the moment.
0: Yeah, and he's playing second he... bottom Norwich City. so <laughs> Yeah. You just can't and he's at home. He's I just
1: can't look past that. And the one that's creeping into a lot of um fantasy uh managers' minds now is Rashford. He had his hardest week of the year. He played Spurs, he played City, and he scored three goals in two games. Everyone's looking at him like, uh, this could be the the change that United need now under Ole is Rashford there up front, it could be a good pick as well.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And Anthony Martial, if he's uh, like, I still am a bit suspect if he's going to start, but I think yeah. if he's definitely starting up front, Martial can also be a good prospect for some teams.
1: Yeah, and if you look at the meta players that you're looking at, up, cause up front, you're going to need a Chelsea forward, a Spurs forward, a Liverpool forward, a Leicester forward. And mm. then, a slow, and slowly with that, you're looking at uh yeah, Man United midfielder forward. The thing is that everybody's forgetting is, well, Bamiang is there, but can you trust Arsenal at the moment?
0: Yeah, uh, Bamiyang as well. Like, I don't know. They drew 2 2 with Standard Liege coming back from 2 0 down. Um, so I think the team's also going to be a little bit tired, maybe a little bit fatigued because that was a lot a tough battle for them. So yeah, yeah, I don't know if you can trust putting an Arsenal player in as a captain, but definitely take the risk of putting them in. I think Arsenal will be on the up.
1: Yeah, and the biggest thing looking at the sides now is rotation. If you're rotating throughout the winter, the one thing you can be certain of is the smaller teams now will look for points. And the smaller teams are looking for points, which means that the likes of Ings, Pookie, Zaha, that could be good players to look at
0: at the moment. Yeah, Wilfred Zaha is definitely someone I'm looking at specifically for my team.
1: Yeah, and the back line. The back line now, you just have to hope for your six points, grind it out and go from there. You know, we've uh, gone through many Christmas periods during the Premier League season where there's no clean sheets. Yeah, The team just open up at the back and points everywhere. So I think knowing which defenders you can pick from, even though Liverpool have a bye week and game week 18, putting those players on the bench. I'm going to keep my money. I'm going to keep my Robertson on the bench because I know I have the other place to come on because mm-hmm. you look at uh, uh, Sheffield. Sheffield's line He's playing the midfield, scoring goals, assisting, great player to have in the back and making sure you're still consistently getting your points there. And then I think the big thing is just look at that, see where you can make your punts because making a punt here or there on a player, it, it, could, it could be good over the Christmas period.
0: And who would you suggest as a good punt player for this week? For me, it has to be Zaha. Me, so, it's Zaha this week. This
1: week, it's Zaha. And then from there, I'm looking at maybe Pulisic from from there. Uh, maybe uh, doubling up on um, Chelsea with uh, Tammy up front. That could be good. Um that's the way it's looking at the, at the moment, and the other thing you have to look at is your yellow cards. You look at the lives of Grealish, Trent, they're all on four yellows. They are one yellow card away from that suspension.:
0: Yeah, so, when does that uh, start to be cleared? Hey? when is those yellow cards cleared off?
1: uh I
0: think it's after January or it's okay. after game with 18. So
1: ooh, a, a lot of players are on four cards at the moment, and they they're on that tightrope. And you don't want to have two or three players missing in a game week just because they are suspended. There, so have a look at your squads. You may have to write it out from a few
0: players. Yeah, and keep it from there. Okay, cool. I'll definitely take that in, in consideration because I also need to fix up my team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Anything else you want to add before we say goodbye? No, it's, uh yeah,
1: it's uh, all, cause all the best to all the fantasy managers for game week 17. Yeah, and let's hope it's a good one.
0: All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Footy Sphere. That's the end of our first podcast. Keep an eye on it. We're going to do one every preview before the game week coming up. And uh, hopefully you guys get some cool stuff for your fantasy teams and also just some insight into the football that's going to happen on the weekend. Bye. Cool, Andrew. Cheers, buddy. Have a good one.